up, everybody? My name is Dennis Semenis. This is the Juice Podcast. I am solo dolo today, but it's all right. But tonight we have a very special guest in the building. He's done. He's been buzzing in the city for sure. He just uh, on the front cover of Fort Worth Weekly, yeah. and he just dropped a new album. Y'all need to go check it out. It's called I'm Fine. Please welcome Jerry Boy. <laughs> Yeah, super excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, dude. Anytime. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I've just been extremely busy working on um, new new music. Um, definitely trying to iron out the next ten singles that within like the next year, hopefully, maybe. I don't know. Nice, nice. Um, got a podcast kind of in the works that hasn't been announced yet, but I'm kind of announcing it here. So. So nice. Okay. Funny. Okay. Do you have a name for it yet? Or uh, so it's it's a D and D podcast that I'm making with the Funky Panther. Oh, nice. Um, nice. On the on the episode that I was um, like the last episode they did with me, they're like, we we should do a tabletop role playing game, and I was like, Haha, yeah. And then they're like, no, seriously, we're gonna do it. So I'm like, oh shit. So <laughs> um, so yeah, I already ironed out like a first episode for it, and then I don't know when we're gonna record it, but. Nice. And it's gonna be like through them, or like they're kind of helping you do it. Yeah, they, they're, 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 I'm gonna use their equipment, but it's gonna be like a story that I'm gonna tell, and it's gonna be within Fort Worth, and through like Chad, Tim, and Javier, uh, which is the host of the Funky Panther. Yeah. Um, they're gonna play themselves, and they gotta defeat like an ancient evil. What? And it, that sounds actually pretty tight. It's, it's, gonna, be, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. But yeah, um, but yeah I just uh, started. I just finished writing. A, a good chunk of that story today and then on the music front i have one single that i kind of finalized what i want to talk about and then the rest are kind of just different sound ideas that i pulled from different playlists and it's pretty much what i've been doing nice. the past like week just stay creative stay yeah. stay making stuff yeah nice 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 um do you ever um do you, you produce as well right is that true i do yeah. i produce i try to produce everything there comes a point in time where I'm like, I can't mentally just muster up the courage to try and be bold. I'll be like, right. okay, Zane, Rowan, please. Those are my engineers and producers. They're like, please just take over this. And they'll make whatever I want like 10 times better. Nice. So, um, but I try to keep everything myself to keep it more like original and more for me. Nice, nice. What do you use uh, for like music production? I use FL Studio okay. to just make the beats, and I am transitioning vocal-wise into Logic Pro, trying to, because I heard in different DAWs, it's the sound quality hits a little different. Like for FL Studio, production's better for like 808s and drums and all that sort of stuff to hit harder. Mm -hmm. And then for Logic Pro, it's you get more like flexibility. Effects. Yeah, effects more flexibility with vocals and everything so Tight. just trying to get a little bit of a uh, little bit of best of both worlds nice nice did you produce any of the tracks on the the new album i produced pretty much all of them actually okay. yeah uh the only ones i didn't really produce were i'm fine facilitate which i have a pretty funny story about that one <laughs> and the outro Okay. But I produced everything else. Dang, that's sad, dude. I, honestly, like, I was listening, I, I've been listening to their project, I'm like, dude, like, the sound production on this is just dude, a chef's kiss. It, it took three years to finally get them all together and make it sound, like, cohesive. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, the the, the runner-ups for, for this album, because it was, like, I want to say, like, a good couple hundred beats that I've had. Dang. And 
just in those nine tracks, it's just, okay, these were the finalists. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've just been, those three years hard at work just trying to make sure those was there Was there, because I know there's eight songs on the album, right? Uh, nine. Nine, okay. Yeah. Uh, was there any, like, more, like, was it more than that? Or are you trying to narrow it down to, like, there, there just definitely, those eight or nine? In the, in the early stages, there definitely was more. And then my engineer, Roan, uh, now manager, uh, he, he, he listened to it and he goes, this is horrible. We need, to, we need to trim this down and make it better. So ultimately, it was great. Maybe those songs will hopefully see the light of day. Uh, granted, because early on, I had no clue what I was doing. Mm. Up until now, where I have more knowledge and I'm like, okay, I can make these old songs sound way better. They might see the light of day again, but... Who knows? Yeah. Would yeah. you ever do like a deluxe, maybe just like a bonus track, like of those? <laughs> I've, little... I've had those conversations. Probably not. No. I'd probably, my manager would probably murder me. <laughs> yeah. they, they didn't want me to do the album in the first place, but they've saw the vision and they're like, this, this is actually, this is it. yeah, this is it. Yeah. So, and hope maybe, who knows, but uh, yeah. probably not in the near future okay, uh, okay. for a deluxe album. Well, the first time I saw you perform was actually at Trendfest. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, Like two years ago? Yeah. Dang, Yeah, that's the first time I saw you perform. But after that, I think the second time was, it was like a random show at Tulips. I think it was like the beginning of 2020, or 2022, I mean. I think that, I Some, think or that before might have, that. that might have been my Amplify showcase. Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. I just remember you coming out. It's like you got kidnapped and you're like brought on stage and they took the, yeah. the bag off of you. Was that kind of like an early inception to like the album of like you doing that? Yes. It's the album of like the, the, the visual of it is like I want to make sure that this version of me is being forced to say like um, like I'm, I'm like addicted to drugs and alcohol and all these sort of things. But I'm trying to do it to stay relevant. I don't want to do it but I have to, and the idea of me being kidnapped, being uh, forced to rap and do all these things against my will kind of coincided. So having that visual on stage, one, it's just unique. I don't think any, I've seen oh, anybody yeah. do it. And I think it's just really good theater. Because right. uh, I, I was a theater kid. Okay, okay. And um, just being able to correlate the, the visual aspect with the concept of the album, it blended Right, it dri I mean, it draws people in. Like yeah. it, it definitely. Like I was probably like, back, like getting a drink, and then I seen that like you coming out, and I was like, oh, hold on, let me get. Oh, it's definitely an eye catcher. Back. It's it's yeah. an eye catcher for sure. Hopefully, uh, with within the next uh, these like these next shows that I do, uh, once once I build up my my music catalog, I'm able to go bigger uh, with the theatrics and everything because mm -hmm. I've had conversations about set pieces and like having like sitting on a couch and then like having a coffee table, a stand on the coffee table doing stuff. Uh, but it's still all in the works, but it's just the ideas of being able to incorporate more theater in a hip hop set is, is yeah. Is a, I mean, I feel like, I feel like hip hop needs that. Oh, you know, for sure. A little sure. bit of like, just, uh, just something. Yeah. Cause I can't be up. like on stage for like 30 minutes, just, just doing this the entire time. <laughs> like right. I gotta be able to, if I'm able to tell a story, I can't just tell it. And I want people to actually see what I'm like kind of going through. Like making a time. movie almost. Yeah, yeah, just making it like I've I've also had this talk about making like kind of like what Kanye did with making like a, a good like forty five minute 
it's like to an hour long music video of the album. Mm. So I've, I've had conversations like that. But that was actually going to be my next question. Do you have any like music video concepts or an idea or have a music video coming out for the album already? I don't know. I definitely have concepts for sure for like single music videos. Like for sure, I'm fine. Mm. I've had ideas for that. Extra and menacing, I've had ideas for. Um, but when it comes down to actually executing those things i don't know when exactly but i, I know those concepts are there it's just probably going to come at a later time okay tight 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 yeah um for sure on the album man i i saw your versatility because i like from the get-go like it's just hard-hitting beats yeah your your rhymes your flows and everything the spitting um definitely like showed your versatility like i, I could hear like the uh like the rage like the the rage type beats and also mm -hmm. like a little bit of pop with and, and I'm fine as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I think even on the um, what was the song with the crazy change up um, extra extra yes. Like in the beginning, it's like kind of boom bat chill, which mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, and just switch to just like <sighs> yeah, I love that part of it. Dude, so. Thank you, I appreciate that. I've de I definitely the versatility was a was a goal for this album for sure, and especially with the concept of kind of trying to balance. The, the J-boy that is very, like, like addicted to the drugs and alcohol and the women and all that mm -hmm. shit. And the J-boy that's like, I don't want to do that. I just want to be able to, like, make money and support, like, whoever I, I need to support. And, like, do good. And being able to have, like, a balancing act of, alright, I want to make sure th this can hit hard in the club, but also I want to make sure the message is being told the way it needs to be told. Yeah. Like, extra... There's in the lyrics. There's definitely a lot of hidden meaning behind, like, like the trappier side of everything. Mm. Like, I got two big bags and I'm still looking lavish. It could be bags under my eyes or like bags of cocaine or bags of money. Mm. Um, and it's even in the chorus, Akuna Matata. I'm the king of lying, so I'm gonna do what I wanna. I'm the king of lying to you, so mm. I'm just I'm gonna do what I wanna to like Dang. to make this bag real quick. So everything. Even just the entire album, everything has intentionality with it. Right, and, right, right. And the versatility is. Was, was and I feel like to somebody else, it can mean something like how you were saying, like they can take it whichever way they want, but yeah. it still has some sort of meaning, at least to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a new, one thing too that um, I feel like it resonates a lot with some people, um, especially that have like grown up in like a hard life or something like that. Yeah. Um, when I was listening to the uh, the interludes, uh, the one with your dad, that definitely hit me because I've definitely had those conversations with yeah. my parents where they're like talking mm -hmm. to me, telling me like, "Hey, you've been doing too much, and I don't, I can't understand. I'm just giving up." Yeah. And it, it, that definitely hit me, dude, for sure. Yeah. That was that was definitely another goal. I called my dad and I was like, "Hey, man, I just need you to, just like." In your shoes, if I was like fucking up in like royal, like royally fucking up, how would you say that in a voicemail? Then he he called me and was like, "Hey, you're fucking up. You're this dumbest shit. I don't know what to do." And I'm like, "Oh damn!" He went in, dude. He I, went no, in. And there was a, like once I heard it, I called him. I was like, "Do you have that like prepped and ready to go? Like what the fuck?" And he goes. I, you just told me to do it. I'm like, yeah, but damn, like, dude. In. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not upset about it, but I'm like, he deserves you, an award for that. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro, you need like an Oscar or right, something. Right. Um, it was, it was him, and then one of my best friends, Des. He, I've, I've known him since high school. He's been with me all throughout. Once I started music, wanting to take it seriously, and even before then, when I was just playing around with it, up until now, um, wanted to make sure he got shouted out. 
to do his thing mm. because I mean it's like more like an homage being like hey if you're my friend what would you do if I'm fucking up same conversation with my dad and the the goal of those is to make sure that like I, I could definitely be rapping what I'm like rapping and it could be really good in the clubs and everything mm. but there is that little that little hint of like hey this is real and yeah you, I mean th- this is kind of what you're getting into right and yeah, it's like hope. a double-edged sword almost. Where yeah, you know. it's like you you can do what you want to do, but at what cost? Right. And yeah, that's this is what I wanted to achieve with, yeah, with yeah. all those interludes. Um, well, let's take it back from the beginning. Yeah. Who was J Boy before J Boy was J Boy? J Boy <laughs> was a little man, little boy <laughs> called Jason Addington. He all his life he just, like I don't know why I'm speaking in third person. All pretty much all my <laughs> life it was like. I wanted to help people in some way. I didn't understand music quite fully. Um, being brought up in the background that I was brought up, I've talked about it a couple times, but with both of my parents being alcoholics, un- like unfortunately, at a very young age, being exposed to all of it, and fortunately, not falling into that same path, I could have very, very, very easily been persuaded by like vodka or mm. weed. Um, and it was like the influence was there and I just knew I'm like, I, if, if I did this, yeah, I would just be fucking up and I wouldn't get anywhere. And I started listening to like my grandfather introduced me to Elvis. He was a big Elvis fan, mm. uh, understood rock and roll, understood the history and what Elvis did. And then watching movies Watched Quentin Tarantino, got into Wu-Tang, mm. and then from Wu-Tang into the world of hip-hop, then got into uh, Drake and Kanye and Kendrick and Cole, and then my personal idol, Logic. I get a lot of inspiration from Logic. And then from Logic, his mental health awareness, like, holy shit, he's, like, helping people with this. That This has a purpose. I want to be able to do something like that. Right. And then I just started fucking around with beats, and then it just came to be. Did the beats come first, or was it you rapping first? Yeah, I... Or both? I, I, I didn't even think it was really rapping. It was... I think what started it really was just English class, like, poetry. Mm. Like, I started talking... Like, once all the gun violence in schools were, were ramping up, and it was really bad, uh, I wrote a slam poem for my school. And, it, like, it got a lot of praise at that point. Then it wasn't, like... It was rhythmic, but it wasn't. It, it was one of those, like, I see to perceive all <laughs> these things. It was, just, like, very slam poet, like, type shit. But it wasn't, like, rapping rhythmically or anything. But I wanted to do something like that where it's very deep, put it over a beat, main, put it out, like, mainstream-wise, and then hopefully see if it works. Yeah. And... So far, it's working. Yeah, I feel like uh, Kendrick is really good at that. Like, the way he raps is just, like, definitely, like, some poetry. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah, he's, he's, like, To Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, yeah. All-time favorite album. Yeah. Like, that is, I think is one of the best albums of all time, probably, for me. I, I, I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, his, like, his storytelling and his concept is, like, unmatched. For sure. For like, sure. You, you, it's got to take a very, like intelligent and creative individual to even try to attempt to top that. Do you think, uh, are you more to pimp a butterfly over Good Kid Met City? Or is that... <laughs> I... Oh, 
don't do that to me. <laughs> I guess I like them both. Uh, I, pro- I want to say probably. I yeah. just I I I listened to to Pimp a Butterfly first, and then Good Kid, Mad City. Mm, okay. Um, but it's just I'm a big concept yeah. stickler and story story driven. Like if you have a good story with an album, it'll definitely work. You just got to make sure like the sounds and and the lyrics match up pretty well. Yeah, in order his to tell what you need concept to tell. for to Pimp a Butterfly was just out of this world. Oh, like, insane! Crazy. And then the whole thing with Tupac at the end, where he's having like the interview with him, like that. This crazy. Fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So the Fort, uh, Fort Worth Weekly cover. Yeah. How did that come about? Uh, my my manager at the time, Blake, and he uh, he called me. He goes, "Hey, I just want to let you know I got a got you an interview with Fort Worth Weekly." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." That I didn't know what Fort Worth Weekly was. I ju- I had just moved to Fort Worth back in September, so I'm still kind of like learning. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Yeah, Fort Worth. It's pretty. It's it's a pretty big deal. This and that." I was like, "Okay, cool." And then um, we start prepping with the questions, and it was like super formal. I was like, "Oh, this is." This is new. Like, this isn't, like, podcasts that I've normally done. This is, like, a legit, formal-ass, like, interview interview for, like, an insane publication. And then right before, I want to say, like, a couple minutes before the interview, he goes, I just want to let you know, no artist under trend has done this before. I just, I just want you to know that. I'm like, why are you, why, don't do that to me before I'm yeah. going to interview. For, and then uh, I, I go to talk to Steve, Steve Stewart. He... You got to shout out to that man. He is an in, insane interviewer and a very beautiful writer. Mm. Like, I, once the article came out, I was, like, moved to tears. Even though I knew what was going to be said and what was going to be published, he knocked it out of the park. I didn't even think it was going to be that, like, beautifully written. So you still sat down with him? Like, it was, like, a, like an actual interview? Yeah, it was, like, it was like oh, an okay, actual okay. interview. Um, recorded everything. He was talking to me about, like, albums that have came out, like, what my inspirations were, all that sort of stuff, and, like, my background. And it was, it was a very, very... It was a really cool experience. Mm. And, again, once, once that article came out, it was... I've never read anything like it of, of something that had to do with me. And like I've seen it in like other publications, like in magazines and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's good for them. And then it's just like when it comes down to me, I'm like, that that's me. Why is this being written about me? I don't deserve that. What do you mean? And then um, it was again very beautifully written. Um, if if people haven't read the publication, please go read it. Go check Steve it out. is a a genius when it comes to to writing. It, it's so good. Um, he actually got me a show at the Boiled Owl. Uh, the Boiled Owl Tavern in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this coming up Wednesday on the 29th. Oh, nice. And he he liked my music so much. He was like, "Hey, I, I want to get. I want to make sure you have a spot to say what you need to say. So nice. I'm gonna give you this show. You got this amount of time. You, you, you tell say what you need to say." And I was like, "Bet, dude." So oh, yeah. like he he's definitely he's he's good looking out. Like yeah. he's, he's a really cool person. I'm sure he's got a lot of connections too. So oh yeah, he's <laughs> also a big music guy too. Okay. Um. So like he's. I'm pretty sure he's got connections and everything, but yeah, he's like, like I said, that, that man's a legend. I love that man to death. He's so cool. Dope, dude, dope. Well, I, I know we talked about Trend already, but that's your team, right? You're signed. Are you just signed to Trend, or is mm-hmm. it just like a, or is it a label? Yeah, yeah. I'm signed to Trend. Um, I'm under management with Roan. Uh, he's helping me get more out there and everything. Uh, we're we, we've had a sit down talk about different singles that were that are going to be coming up now that the album's finished and i just did a 
uh, remix challenge for I'm Fine, and we're we're selecting a winner as we speak. Okay. I think uh, uh, one of the guys from the Funky Panther did it, right? I think I've seen that. I, I've, I met up with, with Chad about it. I was like, Chad, this is actually really good. And then the <laughs> other two guys were like, here's some other verses we got. I'm like, y'all two wrote verses? And they were genuinely good. I was like, I... I, oh my lord! It's like if I did "I'm Fine" featuring the Funky Panther. And Dude, it's that's like, that, That'd be nuts. But, yeah. Um, but we're still uh, sifting through the uh, the submissions, and we're gonna pick a winner. Hopefully, within like the next couple days, and yeah. we'll announce it. All right. But um, we got a lot of really cool people uh, that have submitted verses and everything, and that's yeah, really dope. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Um, and then as as far as trend music, I mean, I feel like y'all are. Definitely doing it big in the city. Y'all been doing it big for a while now, like just with the shows, the artists coming out and everything. Yeah. Which, shout out to Blake, because I've actually had the pleasure of meeting Blake with him coming to the shop. Um, so, super cool dude. Always about his business, too. So Always about his business. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, like, Trend, Trend is definitely making waves. I had my album release party, and then there was people that, uh, that I haven't met yet. Um, this person had just moved to Fort Worth and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm J-Boy, yeah, this and that, yeah. I'm with Trend, they run the music scene and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, no, talk your shit. Like, y'all right. are doing big shit. For like, sure. what do you mean? Um, so they're, they definitely have been doing a whole lot more uh, year after year. Like, we had Trend Fest and then, like, we, we took a little break and then all these different artists have been coming out and then making it big. My album came out and then we had this whole release party, got the publications and everything and it's just like, what the fuck? I was climbing the ladder slowly. Oh, slowly. Yeah. 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 And then being able to do podcasts like this, mm-hmm. I think this is the fourth or fifth podcast I've done within the span of literally just this year, nice. which is nuts to me. Yeah. So I'm like, I love the podcast format. So like, this is, this is dope. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it's just with, with trend, everything is like just going uphill and, it, and it's yeah really i think cool. i've seen y'all doing like a like a pr training like one one day i've I seen that on like blake's story i was like what Man, oh yeah crazy. we yeah we we have a lot of uh weekly meetings it's like okay what are we gonna do for content for for this person okay cool what are we gonna do um single wise for this how are we gonna market it okay cool we're gonna uh jay boy's album release okay so we're gonna do this this month and then this this month and then we're just gonna just ride that wave until the next single yeah super calculated. so we, we're very detail oriented and very focused on on what's next yeah i think so we also have a interview coming up with ernie too which Ooh. he's also on trend right yeah. yeah yeah ernie ernie's good people yeah i actually played with them on the uh that kickball game with uh too high versus i Flo-Stepco. saw that yeah. yeah i saw that on instagram i was like damn I can't, man, I you should have came through man it was a good time for sure yeah i was like <laughs> i i think i think i was working on some shit that day but i was like really upset because i haven't played kickball since like elementary school oh yeah and i was like Fuck, I d- dude! It, it was on. It was a good time because I feel like a kid, like being out there, like on the field playing. But the, at the same time, too, like there's people over here just drinking. This our fucking umpire is like smoking a blunt the whole time, like calling plays, like. Yes. Oh. So it was just like, dude, this is hilarious. Oh, that's a vibe. <laughs> yeah. That's a vibe for sure. Yeah, for Damn, sure, man. Uh, Should have came out. Should have came out. Um, let's see. This is why I have an Irish. She's really good at like keeping it going. That's <laughs> okay. But um, what's your thoughts on like the whole AI stuff coming out, man? About uh, AI? Yeah, just like so. I've gone into ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. I've gone into so the episode. I think it was episode eight with Jizo. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know who that is. Uh, local rapper as well. Okay. Um, in the beginning of like the the podcast, like the audio fucked up, and there's like this crazy static in the background. I, 
I, I don't know if I like had the mic unplugged right or something or yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I found out that there's like an audio enhancer, an AI audio enhancer I can use. Submitted the audio through that and it like fixed it completely. Yeah. And it made our voices sound like we were like speaking on sure mics, like professional. Damn. Like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. See, like AI is good for stuff like that, but then there's there's a thing where it's like like you'll like if they start to become self-aware it's one of those like fears it's just like we're self-aware humans are fucking up humans don't deserve to be here we need to take over this and that i'm like oh my lord yeah um on some irobot shit yeah oh, <laughs> oh my god i haven't seen irobot in a minute dude yeah it's a little weird. um but yeah pretty pretty much that situation uh and like ai is cool for certain things it's just like if we're able to kind of like control it a little more instead of making it for everything because like there's probably gonna be situations like i saw a mcdonald's that's just completely automated oh yeah I'm seen like, that, yeah the, the, those are like people being taken out of jobs probably right. like yeah. there's uh they got um the self-driving cars like tesla and rivian uh, like i know amazon has these rivian vans um that that do self-driving and everything like who knows if they're gonna have like just a person just sitting in the passenger seat just like if they're just going to each stop just like scanning whatever whatever package just dumping it off and then the van just drives them to wherever else they need to go right so like the i'm like a fear is like ai is gonna take take jobs away from people but who it may open up a door for more better technological things yeah like get to mars or something i've seen uh the one recently I've been seeing a lot is like the uh, the fake AI voices of like you can oh. take like Kanye's voice and yeah. make it sound like I've seen so many. That is that 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 in itself is scary. Yeah. On the Funky Panther, uh, they they told Javier to have like like they, they were gonna do something with Javier's voice, like someone was doing something with, with his voice, and Tim gave them like four hours of just clean audio from his mic, and they were and Javier's like, oh that's cool, but they're like. Yeah, but what if it, they say like very incriminating things? Like, what if they? What if this Javier, this AI Javier, just says something like homosexual, like like, <laughs> like very like sexist or racist? And then he goes, "Oh," and I'm like, "Yeah, man, like what? What?" <laughs> so uh, I'm very scared about that. But yeah, like hey, there's good things with AI. And like when it comes to like audio fucking up, AI could just save your life. Yeah, for this sure. D and D podcast I'm gonna start doing. I don't know. I have no ideas. Hey, can you make like a like a mini game for something, and then it'll just pop up like a list. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it was perfect. With chat GBT. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I tried that one day. I think I asked it some questions about like for the podcast and stuff, and it just I was like, damn, that's yeah. insane. Like I did one for a matter like, of seconds. I was like, can you make a hip hop album for me about this? <laughs> and then it was just track lists and like different features, and I'm like, oh my god, I, this is a cheat code. Like I feel like I shouldn't have this. For real. <laughs> So, Even the AI art too, like you oh, just type yeah. in like, and it just makes something like completely out of like a photo or some, like a description that you put in. Yeah, it's nuts. I know there's a YouTube channel called Corridor Digital. They made it to where they, if they shoot something in live action, they can put AI uh, over that footage and make it into an anime. Like type in, okay, I want Cowboy Bebop op- like art style, and then it'll just completely render mm-hmm. like this clip of just a cowboy bebop scene but it's like shot in live action which dude yeah the future is now (laughs) yeah oh it's here it's 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 just only gonna keep getting more and more advanced yeah but it's It's kind of scary yeah it's kind of scary but at the same time it's like if you learn how to use it and take advantage of it maybe there's some ways that can like propel you to 
the next level or oh, whatever, yeah. really. But yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's gonna be dope, but it's just a little nerve wracking. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially yeah. if uh, Will Smith, like the robots come and like <laughs> take oh, over. Lord, Will Smith to, becomes an evil villain. I gotta watch that movie again tonight. Dude, you should. That's yeah. a good movie. Um, what's your uh, process for success? Like, what, what do you meditate? Do you do you do yoga? Do you? <laughs> Dang, that's a good question. Honestly, I just kind of do it. I mean, like, I I feel like there's better ways to kind of hone in on on like success. But like with the album, it would it started off with me coming up with like an idea, kind of not knowing what I'm doing to learning these things and learning how to like record and make beats, make something better until now when it's released and it's more studio quality, more professional. Mm. So it's just being able to just do things and kind of learn on the way, like learn just, I mean, just on a whim. And then like, you'll, you'll get better at doing things. I just, I just do it. Uh, just wake up one day and be like, all right, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to ampersand. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna type out what I'm what I'm gonna do, what my what my plan is. Type out the plan, just go one by one, execute the plan, and then just rinse and repeat. Yeah. And then you'll just get a whole lot more stuff just done that way. Yeah, I, I mean honestly, because I used to definitely be into like I used to have like a whole schedule where I was just mm-hmm. like, all right, yoga, read, fucking. I wish I had meditate, a schedule. like yeah. All I, that. I really wish I had a schedule. All my shit's just sporadic. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be like, I'm going to go to Ampersand today. Just fuck it. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and then uh, I'll end up getting, like, seven things that I need to do. And I'm like, damn, why did I go to Ampersand? I should have just, just stayed my ass at home. <laughs> Dude, but, uh, I definitely have that problem, too, where I'm like, I, I guess I'm just ADD, man. Like, I can't. Oh, even with music, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'll be making a, a beat or something, and I'll hear a whole different sound. And I'll be like, oh. Switch over and just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Yup, that's, it's, it's that, bad. that's me it's all bad. the time. Like, I'll be making this dope-ass, like, trap beat, and then I'll hear this, like, horn, and I'm like, I, I gotta, oh, yeah. fuck. All right, let me make a new project. <laughs> Shit. And then I'll just go off of that, I'll hear something else, be like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> just, just keep going. And then by, by, like, by that time, I'll have, like, 10, 15 beats that are just unfinished, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with these. Are like, you pretty quick at like making beats? Like, do you how many beats do you would you say like you make a day? Definitely. Well, since since the album's done, I, I'm definitely gonna be making like a shit ton more. But I'll I probably knock out like three or four like a day like ideas. And it's not gonna be like fully finished. Mm. It'll probably be like definitely a drum loop and like a melody over it. See if that works. And then next beat, I'll just be like, okay, I'll go on YouTube look for a sample. I'll chop it up. Put a boom bat beat over it. All right, bet. Let's go to the next one. And then just keep trying all these ideas. Then, like, the next day, I'll probably make something else. Go back to those beats. Be like, okay, let me flesh these out. It'll mm-hmm. turn into, like, a full-on song. And then and then go into it. But as far as beats go, it's probably, like, three, four a day. Nice. Now that the album's done. So. What's your process? Like, do you... Are you more into drums first? Or, like, do you like melodies and finding, like, a nice synth or something it, like that? Really? Honestly, it just kind of depends. It's like, I'll go through like splice which is mm. this audio library just full of just a bunch of royalty free stuff and like i'll probably hear like a kick and i'll be like oh that's hard and i'll just make make a whole thing just off of that one kick um i've listened to a lot of john bellion music mm. and then he has like the making of like the making of yeah. 18 and like i'll he'll start with like his vocal first and i'm like how do you and it'll just go i'm like what in the fuck and then i'll like he'll record it and then put a drum over that i'm like 
Bro, Dude, yeah. what? And then he'll have a guitar and then a bass. And I'm like, how do you just do... What the fuck? And then it'll turn into this masterpiece. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to get like that. So yeah. for a minute, I've just started off with drums. Um, just getting like a unique drum pattern going. And that's how I started I'm Fine With. Mm. Um, like the single. It, it, was, it, was a drum, it was a drum beat. And then I had my producer, Zane. He, he made this chord progression. We just put two and two together and we just built off of it. And it turned into that. So I think I just start off more drums first, and then if I like hear a melody, chop it up or just put it in there, see what happens. Yeah, um, I definitely love. I, I love. I'm fine. Like that's probably like Thank my favorite you. song off like the whole project. And Bonkers too. I love that one as Thank well. Thank you. But uh, I'm fine. It's just it's, and my son, he was singing it today. We were like listening to it, and he just started singing. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely catchy. Yeah, I, I definitely want to put it out like more mainstream mm. um, get it more radio play I could definitely hear it on the radio yeah, for sure I, there, there'll be times where it's like I'll go to Ampersand and I'll hear somebody go mm, mm, mm. and I'm like <laughs> that sounds for what the fuck and it's just <laughs> it, it, it's, it's surreal that, that people like that song so much uh, there was a lot of pain that went into that song uh, a lot of like really raw emotion um, like for people that say that they're fine but they're not mm. And I've said that pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. So being able to write a song like that and then have people resonate and have people like it and have an impact on them means literally the world to me. Like I could not have asked for anything better unless right. I make a song that's like hopefully better than I'm fine and it'll do exactly what I'm fine did and reach people and people like it and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, that's. I mean, well, I believe you can do because I see your focus and like the way you're leveling up, and I, I definitely see that you're on the right path to just doing Thanks, more, man. more and better for sure. Yeah, it's just I just got to find that that the right sound that that makes sense, mm-hmm. and then be able to talk about what I need to talk about for people struggling with mental health and everything, and just hopefully help somebody. Yeah, then that's like the end goal for sure with anything. Oh yeah. Uh, do you think it's very important that? You know, people that are struggling, a lot of times they just, they don't realize that, like, what they're doing to themselves and to other people. But do you think it's very important to just be dependent on yourself instead of, like, you know, other things that yeah. take away from that? I've I've learned that lesson recently. Um, I've been told, first and foremost, to love myself over anything else. Because I've, I've had this ideology, it's like, what makes me happy is making sure other people are happy. Therefore, I have to put other people instead of in, in, in front of me instead of myself. Mm. Which, in certain circumstances, okay. But, like, if I don't love myself, then how can I love someone else? True. And how yeah. can I be able to help somebody if I can't help myself? So, being able to just appreciate yourself and do the things that you need to do, you can ultimately help somebody like be so much better better far off than if you didn't love yourself or if you didn't focus on yourself first right but and that was advice from from Rowan so he he, he, he gave me that he gave me those words of wisdom <laughs> and I'm just gonna take it and run <laughs> but, but no that's facts though because uh, I mean it's something actually we talked about on the last one but and I can definitely relate on that too because I was a fuck up at one point and I just was selfish and mm-hmm. I would bring people down with me, not even knowing that I'm bringing people down yeah. with me. And it's just like, you hit that wall and you're like, fuck, like I got to fix all this now. And it's a lot that's built up 
that I put on myself and didn't even like unknowingly did it and it just now it's like falling apart and it's yeah. just really like becoming um uh what's the word damn i lost it liability not a liability but um i can't even think about it damn. but really just opening yourself up and just kind of yeah. oh being vulnerable vulnerable yeah being vulnerable and just kind of letting everything in or letting it go really just your past traumas and stuff like that that are just holding you back because um, once you do overcome that, man, it's just like something opens up in your mind, it clicks, and you're just like, okay, now I know what I want to do. Now it's my time to like grow and oh, become sure. successful. So yeah, but. so yeah, it's it's stuff like that that I that I got to learn over time. I feel like I'm a much better person now, especially after this album. Uh, having more of a better understanding of how I can help people and how this album ultimately helped myself because mm-hmm. I didn't talk about a lot of this stuff until way later. Um, and it was very difficult. Like being able to talk about my mom and my dad and growing up in that environment, it was just very, I, I, I felt very sheltered even though I was open to everybody. Like I was an open book, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say anything unless like, something was asked and being able to do it on this album was more like a therapy session Mm. more than anything like yeah i'm helping people and i'm shining a light on all these different issues but it's a good way for me to just be like this is some of the ways that i fucked up and i didn't tell people and i wouldn't say trauma dumping but like it's it's just my way to get my feelings out, and if right. it hel- and if if it helps somebody, if it get and they learn something from it, that's 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 good. Yeah, like I, I, that that's the goal of what this album yeah. is doing. Definitely like uh, like logic, like you said earlier. Um, man, he definitely. I feel like with that one song helped a lot of people. Oh, one eight hundred. Yeah, and and I feel like around that time too. Um, I don't know. It's just no one was really talking about stuff like that. It was just kind of like the money, the cars, and all that. Yeah. And he just came in. And even though it was like a poppy song, it definitely did. Like, kinda, oh, it helped. Yeah, yeah. Like there was like literal statistics of more people calling the hotline. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I just like in my career, I just want to do that, and like I'm, I'll retire. Like I'm right. good. Like I mean, like I'll, like I'll do whatever, whatever else I got to do. But like if if I do if I do a song like one eight hundred, I will retire happy. Knowing that, like, I got people to actually go and talk about these certain things. Yeah. And um, it's, I joke around with my managers all the time. It's like, I want to be like hip hop Mr. Beast. <laughs> but it's like, instead That's of like, 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 at some point I want to give away money, but also it's just like, just being able to be selfless enough to just give myself to somebody and make sure that they're okay. Like, hopefully save a life by like having them talk to me and telling them that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's sort of what I want to do. Yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> I think uh Kid Cudi for sure for me is like somebody mm-hmm. like that who he's definitely helped me out. He's definitely saved my life a couple of times. So yeah. <laughs> Kid Cudi, he's a whole different breed of just artist and creativity. Yeah. He's, man. I'm sad that uh, him and Kanye are. <sighs> it, I, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, it's just friendships like that. They come and go. True. Um, true. Grant Kanye do be on some on some weird shit sometimes. So oh, yeah. I mean, it's just. Ugh. 
That guy's all over the place. All over the place. Do you see that, like, literally yesterday, I think, he posted, like, out, out of the blue, because he hasn't posted in a while, but he posted about Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, and how he helped him, like, like yeah. Jewish people or something like that. It was like, like Jonah Hill made me like Jewish people again. I'm like, what? You shouldn't even have posted that. <laughs> like, why do you, why do you, someone needs to take your social media privileges away. Like, you need to have an encrypted password that you don't know. Like, like dude's somebody. been in Berlin. I think the last time I heard he was in Berlin, like, oh, it's kind of sus, Kanye. It's kind of sus. That man stresses me out. And I don't even. I'm not even in his shoes. Oh man, um, dude, I feel like we've covered a lot. Oh, um, what do you think about like websites and like you know, we we talked about this on the last podcast, but okay. I feel like a lot of people nowadays are not really tapping into like the Lincoln bios. It's kind of like, give it to me here. Like I just want to you know, see it right there in my face. Like, what, what's your thought on that of, like, do you need a website nowadays? Do you need the music videos? Do you need, like, all that other stuff? Music videos? Uh, I mean, for me, it would benefit. It gets my creativity out there. And, again, I'm more of the visual guy, more theater, the more theater kid. It just it benefits me uh, and gives people more of, like, a visual of, like, hey, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, but when it comes down to, like, websites... Yes and no. Mm. Like, I would direct people to, like, to my website for, like, like my new single, my new album, merch, uh, probably if they, maybe, like, a subscription to where it's, like, hey, you can get more of, like, an inside, like, almost like a Patreon, like, more mm. of, like, an inside look of, like, the process. Uh, like, there's, but I don't know if people just straight up go to websites like that anymore. Yeah. Unless it's to, like, probably shop for merch. So, I don't know, I'd, I'd, I'd probably have to find a way to specifically make it to where it, it's one, like a one-stop shop for, like, everything. Yeah. So. I know, like, the, the link, or the, what is it, link pages? Mm-hmm. Like, the link trees and yeah, all that. Yeah, link tree. I, everyone does that nowadays, but I just feel like the whole websites, and, I mean, even even nowadays, I think we talked about on the on the last one with Jizo, he was talking about the music videos, how... He doesn't even go watch his favorite artist's music videos. He's like, so why should why should I make a music video for my fans to watch if they're not even going to watch it? I'm not even going to watch it. I mean, that's yeah, facts. Right. I mean, like, I still watch music videos every now and then. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool visual. I like how they did that. Right. That's pretty nice. Like when they did uh, All Right with, uh, with Kendrick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was just floating and just rapping, yeah. going, going down, uh, going, going through L.A. and shit. I was like, damn. Like, that shit's cool. Yeah. I just wish, like, I just, if we were still more into, like, the music video kind of aspect of everything, I just, more shit like that would just pop up and I think it'd just be super cool. I think the thing is, is just people need to be more creative with it. Because, um, I mean, I don't know, like, I've, I've watched so many that's just the same thing, like, where people are just dancing in a room, just kind of doing the <laughs> a group of people, oh, like. Yeah. I think people are just tired of seeing that. It's just the same thing over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm just I'm trying to think of, like, like I mean, like, Logic, he, whenever he did uh, Take It Back, he he recovered from, like, a plane crash, and he's rapping to the camera, going through, like, like, uh, like rubble and, like, debris from, like, a plane crash. Again, Kendrick with All Right, mm-hmm. being, uh, like, pretty much floating, going through L.A., um... There's there's a song by the Chainsmokers called Sick Boys where they're like performing in like a warehouse and it's like, um, like their skin was melting off, 
and it was like really weird and like psychedelic and it was really cool but then you have like the other side of music videos where it's literally people rapping to the camera with a group of friends in different locations yeah like i spice like her her shit was iconic and then like when it like when it came down to basketball hoop she's rapping on the basketball hoop and then she's like twerking "Ah," i'm like i yeah i I don't we've seen this give me a story please (laughs) i want something entertaining I was I just I want to be able to like be invested in the music with the visual. Like right. that's the whole point of the music video instead of just like rapping to the camera like it's a performance at like Coachella. Yeah. And yeah, that's another thing just engaging the artist um or the fan, I mean, engaging the fans. Mm-hmm. Um North who was actually on here the first episode, he said he met Logic when he was doing uh Lucky. What, I forgot what tour it was, but he, I remember watching the video when it came out, um, but he was actually going to people's houses for them to like preview the oh album my God, before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's the incredible true story. Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah. So like, that was that one. Had a, I'm a fucking nerd when it comes to logic. Like yeah. he had like a whole tour bus and he goes, all right, I want to show the, show the new album to yep. my fans. And then like went on tour going house to house in different city. That's great. He did. Really? Yeah. So he, it wasn't North that got picked, but it was his buddy, um, Jay Vasquez, who we're actually going to have on as well. Wow. But he got picked, and they came over. They, he said that it was just like a regular day. They were just hanging out. Then they went to go play putt putt. What the fuck, man? Yeah. That I'm jealous. Right. I'm so upset. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, even back then that logic back then with uh, under pressure, and then the incredible true story, and then the all mix the mixtapes. Oh, dude, oh, the mixtapes. God, yeah. I just I'm jealous. I seen him. Uh, I forgot. I think he was like opening up for Skizzy, Skizzy Mars, mm-hmm. and um, I want to say G Easy was also on there too. When like G before G Easy was G Easy, really. Mm. But um, yeah, dope. It was, it was a dope ass tour. The first time seeing Logic and like just the way he was, how humble he was, I was like, dude, this guy's dope. And then that's when I went and checked out all the mixtapes. I was like, man, this guy. Oh yeah, it's going places. All, that man's all about peace, love, and positivity. Yeah, he literally lives and breathes. I, I think it was during a weird time too, where Mac Miller was kind of going into the real druggy era of like his mm, like career, and yeah. I was kind of like, damn, like Mac's kind of getting a little weird. But then Logic's over here, like still being the cool, chill, boom bat. Like I was like, okay, let me go, let me go peep him out real quick, <laughs> yeah. fill that void. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. No, I love. I'm so jealous for that. Like, whenever you go to interview that man, you gotta tell him that I'm jealous. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, like, I need. The, I need the hookup if he's got a logic hookup. Right, like, I, right. I need that. Show him, shout him out some beats or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah, I tried to get his attention on TikTok. I was, I was rapping the second verse of 100 Miles and Running, and because he was on this spree of giving people tickets uh, to to his uh, upcoming tour, and I was like, fuck, I really wanna, I, re- I wanna do something like kind of out there, so. I, I rapped the second verse of 100 Miles and Running from uh, Young Sinatra 4. And he and it's he called it his syllable ability. Like, I'm going to perform it on my uh, uh, March 29th show uh, just to kind of, like, flex a little bit because I can, I've learned to rap fast from Logic. Mm. And it was um, just... That, like, that's, like, that song became, like, my warm-up song before I go on stage. Mm. And it's just like, I'll, I'll, like I'm living, the ripping, the striving, the killer, the ripper. He calling you, going, you flowing, you know. He pursuing it, doing it, move to groove it, stopping it, walking it, talking it, walking it, flipping it. And I'm just like, oh my Damn. god! And like, it, it's just, <laughs> and I tried to do it at that pace throughout the entire verse, and uh, it, it just didn't work out. I'm like, Logic, I need help, please. And then on TikTok, people were tagging, and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then like, he didn't see it, and I'm like, Damn. fuck. Spam, 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 spam. spam. <laughs> but I, I don't want to be annoying about it, but. 
Yeah, no, if, if I can meet Logic like one time, I can die a happy man. Dude, what if y'all record a song or something? That'd... I would, I would retire. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, fuck music. I, I, recorded, <laughs> I recorded some shit with Logic. I'm, it's perfect. It's the end game right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, so far it's 2023 and you've already done a lot. As yeah, far as like no. getting the cover, I keep forgetting we're in March, dude. I know it's already like halfway through the year. It's crazy, <laughs> almost Christmas. No, I'm almost, oh <laughs> yeah, I've there's definitely more to come this year. Like, I mean, the album came out, had all these publications come out. It's only up from here. Uh, I'm sure there's definitely going to be more opportunities later on down the line, but I'm definitely going to be focused more on getting all my singles lined up for the year. And still preaching that message of, well, not to steal Logic's thing, but peace, love, and positivity. And to just preach about mental health, talk to somebody, and just make be a better version of yourself. And be happy. Like, I don't want to force you to be happy, but I mean, like, just, I just want you to live your best life. And that's what I feel like I'm here to kind of help guide you through that. And like, be a vessel. Yeah, I mean, like, with me struggling, like, with anxiety and everything, it is not worth it going through life being scared about every little fucking thing. Like, I mean, I had anxiety yesterday, but if I can rap about some shit about anxiety and be a fucking boss at it, and then, like, hopefully that inspires somebody to not have anxiety and, like, to kind of get the confidence, fuck it, that, that's dope as hell. Right, so, yeah, it's helping people out. Yeah. And having a message behind it, too, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, and that's my goal, man, just... Hopefully help people preach that message of mental health. That's my calling. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm here to do. Dope, dope. Well, uh, just to wrap it up, do you have any uh, last-minute things to say, anything you want to promote? Yes. So, <laughs> the album, I'm Fine, it's out now on every platform. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Deezer, probably. Uh, Tidal, fucking L- LimeWire. Let, let, yes. <laughs> um, Amplify at 1-7. Uh, they had the album out a couple months early, so if you didn't know that, you late to the game. But um, yeah, album I'm fine came out. Uh, I have a show coming out. I have a show coming up. I have a show coming up March 29th, uh, this coming up Wednesday, at the Boiled Owl Tavern. I'm going to be performing a pretty lengthy set for my first time. It's going to be a 45 minute long set. Going to be busting out pretty much all the songs on the album. I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of uh, crowd interactions. It's going to be very theatric. It's going to be really dope. And, um, yeah, just more stuff to come. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Well, guys, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, J-Boy. Thank you, Roan, as well. And uh, this has been The Juice. wrapped up a interview with the homie j-boy he's a dope guy man um his manager roan too is just another talented talented person um all the all the people at trend blake shout out to y'all thank y'all so much for the opportunity for j-boy coming on and telling his story um yeah man i love working with these artists i love just kind of like tapping into them and their mind their thoughts and all that and um yeah just want to just want to keep doing more man just want to keep doing more shining the light on these artists and just really you know showcasing them for for new fans and stuff like that so 
Yeah, man. Good time. The juice.